Hey guys, welcome back to Talk To Me Sister podcast. Season two. If you're new to the pod, we're twin sisters and a ton has happened since last season. Um, you had my baby. <laughs> I'm a cancer survivor. Kathy had my baby. The baby's here, happy and healthy. Yes, and we're advocates for women's health and we're gonna cover a lot of topics this season. So thanks for following along. So you guys, we have Joy Todd and Sarah Massey here who are co-hosts of the incredible, the wildly hilarious, the <laughs> wildly relatable Mom Cult podcast. Welcome. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. You Thanks guys. Well, I wanted you guys, I wanted y'all to tell us about you, but you both sent us bios and I'm going to read because they're bomb. They're fire. I'm going to read them. Oh, read the bios. I don't, even, I don't even remember what mine says. I, I know. Joy, well, I was impressed. Um, Joy <laughs> is no stranger to the unconventional. Growing oh. up in Nashville in a creative household has since then spilled into her own family of four. While her husband has been throwing the best parties in nashville she wrote humble yeah. brag but mm. we're gonna also say they're amazing that's <laughs> amazing not, like she's not lying they are. like epic famous yeah parties parties mm-hmm. um she has been pursuing a career in acting she's an actor guys she's incredible Add in a nine-year-old and a one-year-old, and it's quite the adventure. Mm -hmm. Being the first mom among her friends to have babies, she was always passionate about connecting moms with one another to normalize how insanely hard parenting is. The Mom Cult podcast was created for that very reason and hopes that it continues to spread laughter, relief, and a dose of sanity to its listeners. And Joy is our cousin, everybody. Yes, I am. (laughs) Gotta mention that. We gotta mention that. I'm also realizing this moment we have like three family podcasts back to back. We had our cousin Allie on to share mm. her story of adoption. And Is then she a Tex- Texas side of the She's family? a Texan. Yeah. yeah. She's a okay. BB side of the fam. And then we have a Blair coming out to talk about skincare. Oh yeah. Oh, that's coming nice. out next week. Because we just, all the tips. we want to look like Blair. Um, <laughs> and then now we have Joy and Sarah. Let me tell you a little bit about incredible Sarah. Now we have two Sarahs. This is Sarah Massey. So we're yeah. going to say Sarah, you can be our cousin too. You're family. So. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. You're in. Yeah. We include you. Yes. So Sarah, born in the deep South and raised by a family of entrepreneurs and wolves, a decade as a freelance <laughs> graphic designer and currently creative director at a mid-sized corporation. Sarah Parker Massey felt what? equipped to take on the business of being a mom. Now parenting Parker Duke, who is two and precious alongside her husband, Eric, found that while all of the books were really helpful, the most valuable resource was learning the differences and commonalities among mothers. Her favorite thing right now is taking humor too seriously, garbage TV, (laughs) psychology, and managing emotions with new age junk and exercise. Typically a walking contradiction. She is both highly anxious (laughs) and deeply thrilled about any attention the Mom Cult podcast receives. You guys, welcome. That's welcome. Wait, that was a so, tongue twister. That really was. It. Did I, I do I, it? Did I do it? You did it. Great, Kathy. You did so good. I get nervous. Honestly, <laughs> no, 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 my, no. My, the favorite, my favorite part was walking contradiction. I think <laughs> I so like, love that so much. Yeah, I that's always a, find how I write is, um, I'm sorry to talk over it, how I write, it, it doesn't sound right when I say it out loud. So that it was a draft. I did write that last night. It was perfect. Oh, it, was mm. it was perfect. I think it was great. <laughs> 
Well, we're excited to talk about all things motherhood with you guys. Um, and just a note to our listeners and to everybody, um, this is our last episode of our season. We're taking a little <gasps> summer break. Cool. Summer break. Yeah. How exciting. We're going out season two with a bang with Mom Colt podcast. Yes, we are spending the summer with the kiddos and trying to be present. We've got, Kathy and I both have kiddos going to kindergarten. So yeah, that's big a big steps. step. So we're yeah. trying to soak it up. Yeah. But anyway, those were two amazing bios. We're so impressed by you guys. You have your own things going. You're incredible moms. And you recently started Mom Colt Podcast. So before we get into some like personal questions that we have for both of you guys, will one of you tell us, or both of you, maybe Joy start, um, tell us about the birth of the Mom Colt Podcast. Like, how did it start? Why did it start? Um, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, as you said, I was the first among my group of friends to have kids and pretty much when I had friends that, that kind of started trying, I would have little pockets of friends that would get pregnant at the same time. And most of the people at least knew of the other people because of Jeremy's parties and that being how we kind of met the group of people that's in our lives now. Mm-hmm. So in Nashville is Nashville. So everyone kind of knows everyone, at least mm-hmm. through a couple people. So I would just have a hang at my house and have all the, the mom at the same time over for a meal and them all get to know each other. And that when the baby's out here, they would have an outlet or te- even just a text thread to, you know, there's just so many things that, that change in that first year. And yeah. it's nice mm-hmm. to know that, you know, like maybe we talked about it when you guys were on our podcast, but just there's so much information out there. A lot of the time it can not feel helpful. You end up leaving all that information feeling guilty or am I not doing mm-hmm. enough? Am I doing too much of this and not enough of this? And what's everybody mm-hmm. else actually doing? <laughs> Um, yeah. So just giving people an outlet to to talk to other moms and especially other first time moms. There's just something very unique about getting to talk to a mom who also does something mm-hmm. um, as opposed to like even I would kind of take a step back and just let the moms, you know, Ava was already a couple years, maybe three or four by the time that it started really those hangs. So I definitely didn't want to be a mom that was like, oh, well, I've done this age and here's what I did. Mm -hmm. Um, but just leaving space for, you know, everyone realizing that it's okay that we all just do it our own individual ways. Yeah. It's an age of information. It can be just so overwhelming in that first season. So yeah, it started as a community, right? Like get together. Yeah. I would Um, have like some hangs at my house, but my house was so small. So I rented out a space a couple times. Um, and I had a friend, um, named Steve Lee, shout out to Steve. Shout out. Um, uh, he actually does kids music as a career now all the time, but he was just kind of getting into that. And I was like, Hey, well, I'm trying to start this mom group. Would you want to come and play music as part of the mom hang for the kids? So we did that a couple times and then it just, you know, the older I got, the less I needed a group like that. And mm-hmm. so the groups, you know, somewhat stayed intact through text threads. But when I, um, and by that time, Sarah had had a baby and I had always 
Sarah and I talked about doing a podcast together years and years and years ago uh, about nothing, (laughs) which is why we never never did it. We had nothing to, nothing to really talk about. I would still listen to that, by the way. It's like Seinfeld, Seinfeld, Seinfeld's a show about nothing and it's like the funniest and you guys would. Our dynamic together just always, I was like, I just feel like people would enjoy how we bounce off of each other. And y'all um, have been friends for, tell us about your, your friendship. Well, we met at one of Jeremy's parties, obviously. Ah. Um, <laughs> or a lot uh, of good relationships. Yeah. Sarah, I'll let you talk for a minute. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, ooh, 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 I like this one. Um, <laughs> I, uh, like, okay, I, um, I was a person. store at the time and I, I was, I heard about Jeremy's parties and I, and really he and his wife and their group of friends. And I mean, I came I was, I mean, I've been in Nashville for like four years at the time. Wait, I read, my husband says, um, I tell stories like the earth's crust cooling. Like I start at the very beginning. So I'll try to be more concise than that. But uh, I've been here for a while, but the whole time almost I'd heard about Joy and her husband and their friends in this. Um, I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I'm going to do it again. That You're good. He, they had this group called 321 Famous and I loved their videos on, anyway, she was just kind of, I just thought she was so funny from afar. So I owned a business and I was like promoting some of my stuff for my business at Jeremy's parties. And I'd been wanting to meet Joy. She was working in the evenings a lot and I wasn't seeing her. And when I ran into her, I just like beelined for her and was like, how does this, Aww. like, how does this work? You're married and, and your husband throws <laughs> these parties. And like, and I had um, like a lot of jealousy stuff myself and was like, how does this, how do you do this? Like, what is this like? Like, what is this like yeah. for you? You said, she was like, you said, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> are you okay with this life? How, how do you do this life? <laughs> I love that. Wait, so. I do. I remember Joy coming to a party when you were like nine months pregnant with... Ava, Ava and it was probably 3 a.m. and you were like taking tickets at the door or something. I was like, oh my god. Crushing gosh. it. Crushing <laughs> it. Wait, honestly, I was like, is she okay? But you were like having the blast. <laughs> yeah, she's built for this. Built for yeah. it. Um, well, I mean, that's really it. I was 22 at the time and um and the rest is history. I, um, I love that. Time, yeah. Well, lived with Sarah for a little bit. We all lived yeah. in the same Did house. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, talk about bonding. So that's when the podcast was formed, obviously. That's when yeah, I remember yeah, thinking yeah. about it, thinking about like, ooh, if we would make a good podcast team. Yeah. Uh, basically, when um, once I got pregnant with Penny and I was like, you know, Sarah had already be- become a mom at that point, And I, I was getting all those feelings again of how hard it is in the beginning and kind of got re-motivated in the wanting to connect moms. And I was at a happy hour with a group of, uh, of one of the groups of moms and we were sitting there just talking, laughing, being stressed. And I just remember thinking, I want every mom I know to be able to sit and be a part of this conversation. I want this world upside down to even make it here at the same time on the same day mm-hmm. and i i knew that if i waited too long just like with ava that it wouldn't i wouldn't need that in my life anymore and i was like i'm about to need this in my life again if i don't do this now then i don't think i'll ever i don't think i'll ever do it mm-hmm. so it's super slow 
very, very slow. I mean, probably a year of talking about it, coming up with what our tagline would be, what the description (laughs) of what our podcast would do, what to say in an intro. I knew I wanted my sister involved somehow. Yeah, we just kind of did baby steps for a long time. Yeah, I love. We have like 20 episodes now, which is crazy. That's a lot. That's huge. Well, Kathy and I, when we first saw this podcast, we're like, we love this concept so much. I mean, we try to have honest conversation on our podcast, but I think that's what you guys do really well because as moms, I mean, everybody's got a different journey and it's all equally hard, like in all the seasons. And it's funny, like Joy, you probably felt like this too, having Ava getting older and then going backwards with Penny. Like I don't have as much as a gap between Charlotte and John Ryder, but I'm like learning. I'm going back into this newborn phase where that I've forgotten and now I'm back at work. So it's like, whether you are a stay at home mom or a working mom or both, like the juggle is real. And to have that, you know, camaraderie and just like honest conversation with moms who can just be real with each other and be like, Mm -hmm. God, we're so tired. Wait, can I say um, the tagline? I love you. Yes, tagline. please, please say it. So I love real it. Real moms, real moms, real talk, talk. real tired. <laughs> I love it, guys. Guys, nailed it. Nailed, it's very so hard. Nailed it. Basically, everything in life that I want to create, I want to be equally funny and honest and like some sort of heart string pulling. I want those three things mm-hmm. at the same time always. Yeah, you yeah. did. I didn't know I wanted that, but I, I want that also. y'all just vibed isn't it special to have a friendship where like it's just like magic from the start i love that um so obviously we're talking about seasons of motherhood and just connecting on that level of just gosh it's hard sometimes so sarah you go first this time let's talk about like where you guys are in in this certain season with this podcast in your journey of motherhood like what season are you in now? And has there been a season of motherhood that's been your favorite? Um, I'd say my favorite and my least favorite is the one right now. And that's probably always <laughs> true. Like, yeah. Right now uh, we're doing potty learning. And Ooh. I learned that phrase from a uh, shout out to what is it, Big Little Feelings at Big Little Feelings, Ooh. whose course I just took because... I was like behind on potty training. Because you were having a lot of big little feelings. (laughs) I was like, this is what I feel. Uh, (laughs) And actually it's gone great. But um, what I'm seeing in this phase specifically and always, but right now, especially and especially during potty learning is that my vibe directly correlates with his or it is just completely dependent on mine really. So, I mean, it's probably reads clearly that I can get anxious a lot and he feels that. So the more that I can control my emotions, the more that, and not control, but you know, mm-hmm. deaden that, the, that sounds terrible. Uh, delete that. The, <laughs> <laughs> no, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. We're, the more chill that I am, the more chill that he is. And that like recognizing that thoroughly, and maybe that's going to be how it is. Maybe, I don't know. Y'all tell me, is that how it is forever? I'm just like, wow. Okay. This is dead serious. Like, I feel like I work so hard on learning about myself and whatever. And I guess that seeing that how well I'm doing is how well he's doing Mm -hmm. at least right now. And that is interesting, but it's also my favorite because he's right now is my favorite because we're like connecting on a different level and Mm -hmm. I can see, um, we can understand each other 
all the time. And not yeah. And the way that we just connect and he appreciates and I appreciate him. It's, it's just nuts. So the growth phase is really cool. Yeah. We're kind of constantly reflected back through our kids to Mm -hmm. ourselves, which Mm -hmm. is really annoying. Really annoying. Charlotte's like my biggest mirror. She'll call, she'll call me out. Like, yeah, I have to, I think like you were saying, Sarah, I think as enjoy, do you have the oldest, I guess, from this group? I don't know. It's like the older yeah, they get, the I think more. Ava's older than Lucy. Yeah. Oh, gosh, Ava's like about to go to college. I don't know. But she's, um, yeah, I feel like the older they get, the more you're in tune with like how you feel and how you're reacting. Yeah, I feel like it, I don't know. I feel like the older I've gotten, I feel like in terms of like deadening it, I, I've learned to manage it better myself so that my, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so I do feel, I feel like in turn it has been my, my own therapy because Ruthie particularly would pick up on my anxieties, like you said about Parker. And I had to like learn to go to therapy and manage it other ways and exercise and all the things that like I learned how to manage it better. I think mm-hmm. I still clearly apologize to her like every single day, <laughs> <laughs> but Sam the other day, uh, maybe it was like a year ago when I say the other day, whatever. But, um, he told me one day, like out of the blue, I love you even when you're frustrated. And I thought, uh, I thought, okay, gem. yeah, I feel like I'm doing something right because like those things happen all the time where I'm like, am I even a good mom? Am I even a good mm-hmm. mom? And then he said this where clearly he's heard me say that. And he was like, I love you any way that you are, you know? And I was like, Precious. okay, I've done it. Like, this is great. I hope this continues. So, yeah. you know, I... <laughs> I came up with a way that I feel like just like reading and learning and talking of going like, okay, I can't not be anxious. I can't not be, I can't be perfect, but I can apologize when I'm frustrated. I can apologize or communicate your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. that has helped me feel less guilty. Yeah. Yeah. That's helpful. What about you, Joy? Has there been a favorite season, an unfavorite season, anything Mm -hmm. you've learned? You're old. You're like older and wiser with the older child. So. Yeah, Eva's what? like nine. How old is she? Yeah, she'll be ten in August. Going oh my gosh. fifth grade. Oh. Fifth grade. She's so cool. She's I, so cool. I feel like she's I, just really um, so cool. <laughs> she is, you know, she's just always gonna be the kid that gets the crappier version of me because I don't know what I'm doing with her. I, every age is an age I haven't dealt with yet. Mm, Everything yeah. is new. And so she's always going to be my learning curve kid. And I, part of me hates that for her, that she's, Penny's going to, Penny's going to get the version of me that's like more patient and more understanding. And, oh yeah, I've done this. I, I, you know, I can take some learned from doing this with Ava, whereas Ava's just got to get the version of me that's like going through all the emotions of like anger, throwing a tantrum. (laughs) I don't want to (laughs) like... I don't, I don't feel like growing anymore right now. I feel like I'm good. I don't want to learn. I don't want to learn any new things right now. Yeah. And, and she is always going to be pushing me to do that. And so we're just, I'm just in a phase right now where they, they both have completely different needs because Mm -hmm. they are so far apart in age. And I know what I'm doing with, with Penny and I don't know what I'm doing with Ava. And I've, feel guilty that I feel like she gets the brunt of my frustration or gets the leftovers of my attention. And yeah. she's just this age, this preteen age is like the emotions. I, I can feel them starting to get stronger. And 
have more depth, but she still has the energy of a kid. So she also still, she just needs to be fed all the time, whether that's creatively, actual food, exercise, <laughs> attention from friends or other people. Like it, it's just nonstop. And so I am just in a transition of figuring out what I need to, anytime I get myself in a situation where I feel like I, I'm overwhelmed, I try to make a list and put it into three categories, which is what about this do I have no control over? And I just need to deal with like, Hey, nothing's going to change right now. This is just how life is. And you need to accept it. What portion of that is something that I can better by changing in myself? And then what's left over? Like, what do you actually need from this other person? Which mostly that's, I would say in relationships with adults, but I was like, can I do that with Ava too? Like, She's almost 10. I expect her to be able to do this, 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 and this. And so that list and going, what are, what things actually do I not need to expect of her at this age? And just mm-hmm. trying to check myself. And, um, but yeah, it's, I love that. it's That's exhausting. Yeah. I feel like with little ones, you're <laughs> like, they, they always have to be fed, but it's basic human needs. It's like potty, actual food, sleep. Yeah. And they older, can't talk back to you. No. Mm-hmm. And, like their needs are actually very basic, even though they're constant, mm-hmm. but when they're older, they need to be fed in all the other ways. Like, like you said, like socially, emotionally, spiritually, like there's so many ways that you can just go, okay, change the diaper. Check. Yeah. And I feel like that, like John Ryder is like a newborn and he just wants to eat and sleep and I can do that. But I feel, Mm -hmm. I feel you joy. Cause it's like, Charlotte's getting older. She's five, but she acts like she's 10. And I'm like, okay, everything I'm doing, I have zero energy for, but Mm -hmm. like, I have to power through because I know these are like vital moments and vital years where like what I'm doing now is like, teachable moments. And like, I always say I'm more tired parenting the five-year-old than I am the newborn. Yeah, I'm like, is that normal? I yeah. feel like we put pressure on ourselves too, though. Like we're like, oh, these are vital and they yeah. are, but like, are they? <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe tell like, me they're not. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, do we remember? Like I keep doing that too. I'm like, I feel guilty all day that I didn't said we were going to do this thing and we ended up not being able to do it. Yeah, and then being like, I don't remember anything. Yeah. I love that's that a good age about being yeah. disappointed or like, I mean, I'm pretty sure I just moved on to the next thing. Yeah. It's I not feel, like I a traumatic things... memory that I'm still holding on to. Like, <laughs> You're not like working out in therapy. Well, yeah. I was yeah. thinking about this. Like when we moved, like we moved from the city to the country and it was like, I was all worried about the logistics and their memories and like keeping other memories alive. And I'm like, you know, kids finally, I don't can't remember who said it to me, but it's like, kids are so, they see like right in front of them. They mm-hmm. don't have this like bigger picture adults do. Like everything is like very short focused. And so I don't know. I think that's maybe true with early childhood. Like I'm just hoping, um, that, <laughs> that it's not right. as big as a deal that maybe we have it in our hearts. I mean, you still want to be a good moms, obviously. And you know, have teachable moments, but yeah, like, you know, the little day-to-day stuff that we beat ourselves over, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Anyway, I think it's so. okay for us to chill. You guys, um, <laughs> we got, we got this. You got <laughs> play cool. Play cool. <laughs> I'm so chill. You're so chill. You really I hear are. y'all. Both of y'all's voices, by the way, y'all have great podcast voices. Cause they're so chill. Like I'm calm. <laughs> like, I don't need the calm app. Delete it. 
I'll just call you guys. Y'all are just oh, so wow, wow. That is not that is a compliment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like internally, I am stressed. <laughs> oh my god, of stress internally. <laughs> We are excited to have Seeking Health back as a sponsor for season two of the Talk To Me Sister podcast. If you want quality vitamins, you can use our code SISTERS2 for 10% off your next order. This exclusive coupon gets you 10% off your next order. That's SISTERS2. Visit SeekingHealth.com. Well, we think you guys are freaking funny. We laugh so hard at your podcast and you ask your guests this question. So we stole it from your lineup here that we want to hear some funny stories involving your kids, whether it was like something that happened today. Um, Joy, there was one that I just like laughed so hard. I was at the gym and I had to like take a break from my (laughs) activity. (laughs) And this isn't necessarily about your kids, but you were it was like, I think on, on the, after the episode of our episode, um, which we'll link so people can listen, but you were talking about how you like intimately know your doorknob to the nursery. (laughs) Can you say the the anatomy, the anatomy of a doorknob? You're like, I know it better than I know my body. It's it's like, so there's one, there's always the first click. And then there's always like a secret second click that you don't see coming. (laughs) And I still I will still do it sometimes. And I, I guess maybe sometimes I don't pull the door closed enough. And then when I, the undoing the knob is as crucial as turning the knob the first time. Crucial. Mm-hmm. And they're, they both, both turns do different things. And I'm telling you, this doorknob still <laughs> is unpredictable. <laughs> I can't wake the baby, like whatever oh. it takes. Ugh. Yeah. Whatever it takes older house and like doors swell and that's in mine it's mm-hmm. like hung weird and there's one day it'll be a different thing but you have to know that based on the weather so I'm like right the- right yeah <laughs> what's the humidity like today <laughs> there's like a, a northeast wind it seems <laughs> yeah. well, like the creek floor creaks some days it doesn't on other days yeah. it's mad yeah I know so all good. the spots in my hallway where to, where mm. to stand yeah. it's like Indiana Jones uh Temple of Doom, where it's like <laughs> pick the spot. Oh my on gosh! The floor. I was in front of. I was in the part of the hallway where both kids, both the kids' <laughs> doors are right next to each other, and I found to get something, and my phone fell out of my like oh. hoodie, my hoodie pocket to the floor. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! It nothing was louder. So, it was so <laughs> freaking loud, and neither of them. Did you like stand all. there frozen for like oh, yeah. 30 seconds yeah. and then you're uh-huh. like, okay, just cussing to myself. <laughs> and like we said on another podcast, I stress out about other people being loud, closing the bathroom door too loud, everything. And it's always me. It always ends up being me. Oh, 100%. That does <laughs> yeah. something to wake up the baby. Yeah. But my anxiety is constant about someone else waking up the baby. <laughs> That's good self reflection. I think that I'm loud too. Richard always says that. He's like, I'm Sarah was diff- always loud. Like even when we grew up, like we knew she oh, was coming so down loud. the hallway. Like her literally you could hear the heels from a mile away. Like I'm still, I'm still that loud. Yeah. I don't even know how my kids she sleep, clomps. but I, I clomp, but I embrace it. You know, embrace I'm it. Just, yeah. What yeah. Are you gonna walk, 
walk with confidence. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I was, I was leading that story cause I thought about the other day, but I want to know other funny stories. You guys have anything recently that has just made you laugh or you've had to spin into something that was funny because it was crazy. <laughs> you go, Sarah. Um, mine's always things that Parker says, like, um, this week when we're driving around, especially in Nashville, he says that tall crane, that tall crane, <laughs> that tall crane. <laughs> So many about like anything that's tall or um, oh, so I'm many things that uh, I haven't. If I can't understand what he says, which by the way I've realized, I think fully now I'm accepting that there any like slow um, development in his speech. I think it's coming from how quickly I speak. So he just runs things together. I'm pretty sure I said that on another episode. But I just want to fully admit that that is from me. Um, but now. Uh, he started saying as like a fallback thing, like a fallback thing in conversation, because I say this to him, he'll say, say again, I don't know what that is. And then he says, Oh, is that what you're saying? <laughs> that is so cute. Oh my God. Is that what you're saying? Has a response to anything. Uh, so that's, that's, cute. that's cute. Joy, you have any fun things? Um, let's see. Ava lost a tooth. A couple nights ago, oh, big day, big day. Oh, she still um, believe in the tooth fairy. Do you, is that uh, like apparently? I'm, okay. I'm, I'm a little over it. I'm like, all right, this feels starting to feel a little silly. But at the same time, while because she writes the tooth fairy a letter, and then I in turn have to respond. Mm-hmm. And the question is more specific. Oh, <laughs> I'm stressed already. Um, this time she asked if I have any pets, oh. and. I said, um, uh, oh, and she was like, I love cats. Do you like cats? And so I was like, well. Pen pal, um, Tooth Fairy. Yeah, she'll also be like, why haven't you visited me the last two times? Or like oh. the times I've forgotten, she'll call me out in the letters. <laughs> See, she's even a- calling out the Tooth Fairy side of yeah, you. Yeah, it's exactly what I did to my mom, too. Oh my gosh. Wait, I'm thinking about her. Like, did she, this is real. Like I saw on your Instagram that she legit trolled you with an email that said you have an audition. (laughs) Yes. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Please tell that story. (laughs) She has, she'll change the name of, I don't even know how she does it. Like, so the email I'm getting, it's like, she's changed my own name in in the iPad as, as like the email sender, like you can change it to whatever you want. Like my name and Jeremy's phone is baby girl. So when I text you, if I'm texting something to myself, I'll be texting it to like baby girls, what comes up in my phone. And so that comes up in email sometimes too. So somehow she's found a way to change that into like a new audition. Like she just changed it to something vague so that she can send me an email from the iPad anytime. And uh, wants to trick me into thinking that I've got an audition. That, that is yeah. hilarious. Brutal. That's that so is great. brutal and hilarious. Yeah. She's she's a she's a troll for sure. Okay, so I thought of something real quick when you were talking about Tooth Fairy and Joy. You'll appreciate this because you know Betsy BBR mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she told yeah. So one time, like recently, she told Charlotte, "There's such thing." Sorry, the toilet paper fairy. And if you put toilet paper, like, under your pillow, it's, like, the same as a tooth that you'll get a bunch of gifts. So she Perfect. she didn't, like, right. she didn't, like, loop me in on this at all. 
Um, so I go in Charlotte's room to wake her up one morning and literally she's probably has like 10 rolls of toilet paper stuffed under every pillow, every crevice on the floor. I'm like, what has happened here? Um, yeah. So Kathy, do you remember when mom used to talk about the toilet yep. paper fairy? Yeah, I do. And what I, I don't remember us doing it. Did we do it with Blair? I can't remember, but I, I think, think we did, hilarious. but it's I'm like so weird. Sorry. Well, it's so my mom and it's like weird stuff that I found out later in life. That's like wildly like bizarre that I thought, why was would you want to get put, give more reasons to have to give your kids stuff? Exactly. Right. There's and already like, too many holidays. Yeah. It, I had to take a couple nights sleep to just like convince her that that was not a thing. But it was very funny. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay. Well, well, basically, the 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 tooth fairy story was that she asked if I liked cats, and I politely said, um, "I do like cats, but they're quite dangerous uh, animals to tooth fairies because <laughs> of their size, and they like to swat at things. So we try to steer clear of cats." But great response. Um, I said the main the main creature we interact with is fireflies. And then I drew a fly. And then my mom said that when she was showing her the letter, that she was like, this firefly drawing looks a lot like something my mom would draw. No. And God, then yeah. my mom goes, what? And she was like, never mind. <laughs> so she might, I think she might know, and she's just trying to get more money. Yeah, it's about to say. Oh, 100%. As long as that, as long as that bank keeps and like, and she, Yeah, and she just doesn't want to. She's like, eh, I'd rather just not go there or ask. But I don't know. Maybe not. She's like, my mom's such a sucker. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Piling up the cash. She's known since she was four. She's just been <laughs> keeping it up. Uh, She's going to email baby girl. You <laughs> pay up. <laughs> she's that's she's hilarious okay well you you guys both are very driven obviously you've already have 20 episodes on your podcast joy you're an actress you're a mom i'm pretty sure you won a super bowl commercial weren't you (laughs) super bowl tiktok okay huge still anything super bowl related is yeah um so that's what we watched Oh yeah, I mean I, that's all I only watch. TikTok. That is literally yeah. what I watched this year. That's of the Super Bowl. That is the thing that I watched. That's it. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even actually watch the Super Bowl. Really, I just <laughs> saw Joy and thought you just she's made it. You just, you just learned about renewable straws. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> or buy add to cart. Straws. Yes, added to cart. Um, <laughs> and Sarah, creative director, you guys are so talented and obviously goal driven. You probably Kathy and I relate to that. So. How do you, this is like a question personally for me and for us and just moms listening. Like, how do you manage like your mom guilt with like your Mm -hmm. personal goals and like, you know, dreams and all those things while being a mother? Because we know being a mother takes so much of our energy. So like, obviously different seasons require different levels of when we can achieve more of our goals. But do you have any words on that? Um, I'm eating up with it, I'd say, but, but Joy, I feel like you have some good insights. I mean, I feel like outsourcing some of the parenting is a good route to take. Um, and, and we're working how many, on yeah. Time. How many other people can watch my kids yeah. so I can like, do yeah. what I want? Yeah. 100%. That's the real goal. <laughs> I really understand like preschool now and like what that, that partnership means. And <laughs> I get it now. 
uh, yeah, I didn't really realize how about how big a deal that is, but, but no, I mean, it is like a constant thing. And, and, and like, I thought it would be so great to, to work from home and have a, have a kid from home. And it is, and I'm grateful for that opportunity. And so much of it is like a beautiful thing, but at the same time, he will get shortchanged or when I'm, you know, there's, it's, it's a, it's a tough balance. So I don't have like a huge pearl of wisdom other than to say, sign up for you know, preschools early and like that, so. <laughs> get in line, get, in line. Yeah. get, get on line. that wait list. <laughs> yes. Um, I had lunch with a working mom recently and she said that every, all the downtown Nashville daycares have two to four year wait lists. Yeah. That's where so it's yep. great. Cool. I can't wait. If you're thinking about getting pregnant at some point, let's go ahead and sign up four years mm-hmm. down the road. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I know like we're laughing cause it's serious, but with serious, I feel like <laughs> the, if you get like when you're, when you're drained, it's hard to be present. It's hard to be grateful. It's hard to like mm-hmm. you it's, 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 I feel like I'm a better mom when I also am outsourcing, as you say, mm-hmm. some of those hours and able to really give full on present attention on the other hours. So I feel like it's, yeah. you have to find totally. what helps you be a parent. Yeah. yeah. And I noticed that when he has been in great childcare, I want to go into like the logistics of what those things look like. But when, when he has been in great childcare and he's had a day where he feels really stimulated and then I come home and I'm, I've had the stimulation from work, but I'm also like not exhausted from the day. Those interactions are the best and most valuable. Um, Absolutely. I think. So we both are like appreciate each other more. Yes, I, I agree with that. Well, speaking of like outsourcing, what about the, our partners? <laughs> outsourcing. <laughs> wait, wait, I don't want to jump to it yet. Hard. I feel like Joy, Joy, did you have advice for the juggle? The, fa- the fatherly the gems on this. Yes, yes, Joy. I don't know if I have advice. I'm just, you know, those moments that Sarah's talking about or those days, it's just it's like I'm constantly blindsided that those aren't going to, those moments and days aren't going to happen all day, every day. And I don't know where this expectation of feeling like that those moments should happen all the time comes from, because mm-hmm. it's just not possible. And so I don't really know how to trick my brain into really focusing on those moments as opposed to the parts of the day I was stressed out about or not present or annoyed or short with Ava or um, I don't know. It just feels like because the moments feel like moments and they don't last long enough that they're not enough. And I'm just exhausted from dealing with that or I don't know. I'm like, when, when are, yeah. When are we all just going to accept that we're doing a good job? Yeah, I know. And I should be the tagline of this podcast yeah it's just we can't and the thing and and those last in moments too I can have moments where I do feel like oh that was a good and that's a you know that kind of goes back to the older that they get or the at least the age that Ava's in right now is we could go do something for the afternoon and 30 minutes after getting home she could be complaining or whining about what we're doing next or like, oh, is that it? Especially with now that it's summertime, she's got this summer expectation of it, of having like an epic summer. 
And I'm just like, that is not going to happen. We're not going to Nashville shores every day, mom. You still know that it's me. That's your mom, right? This is, but, um, yeah, I think for me, it's just always a moving target and just trying to, you know, kind of similar to what your next question is with our partners, you're choosing this, this life, this version of this idea of, of settling down, of honing in on this is, these are my priorities. This is my family. This is my partner. These are my kids. And we are all, you know, the, the goal is to maintain that in, in some sense, but within that we have to constantly be able to be shifting and changing and growing and pivoting and adjusting and the, the juxtaposition of those two things is just hard, just really hard. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard. It's like the same in the sense, it's like I always struggle with like wanting it to speed up and slow down all at the same time mm-hmm. and exhausting. So you're like, oh, it's never going to happen again. And it's mm-hmm. over and I'm ready for it to be over and move on and all the things. It's tough. Yeah, I want the I want the good moments to last longer, and then all the other stuff to be over as quickly <laughs> to be as over. possible. Hundred uh, percent, it's a balance right there. It's, it's expectations, like you said. It's yeah. like where did we get that? Where it's like every day is going to be like ah. I would say in a nutshell, just like lower your expectations. Just start, (laughs) just start low. (laughs) I mean, and then I'm for like, join us for encouragement on motherhood. (laughs) No, but really, no, but really. So Richard and I, like we always obviously parented Charlotte and we're still parenting her. And then now we're in the newborn phase with John Ryder. And we, we remembered this, you know, when you're both sleep deprived and you're in this like tit for tat phase where it's like, Oh, you did that last time. I need a break. You do that. Like where, you know what I mean? Like where it's like, but I did that, but you did, you know, where you're both trying to like, without saying it, without trying to one up each other, sort of, you're trying to like, yeah, I mean, is is that normal? I don't know. Yeah. Like, no, you're trying I mean, to like, yeah. justify like, the list that everyone's keeping of what they're doing oh, is yeah. the yeah, strongest so we've, when you've got little kids. 100%. And so we've had to have some come to Jesus's recently mm-hmm. where we're like, throw out the list like it ebbs and flows every day our expectations mm-hmm. have to be that we are in it together and yeah it's difficult yeah it's difficult, yeah it's difficult. very it's really hard to um you have to very actively remind yourself that you're on the same team 100%. because everyone's responsibilities are different and sometimes they overlap yeah. but you know or sometimes when, little things go unseen or unnoticed. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. I was just going to say, sometimes if um, Jeremy's complaining to me about something, like not even directed at me, but if it is about our life, <laughs> it's really hard to not um, attach myself to it yeah, uh, or take it personally, even when I know that's not what's going on. But sometimes I have to picture that he's a, just a friend telling me something or venting about something in That's order to, se- to separate my feelings and just be like, if this were just a friend coming to me with this, I would be acting way more sympathetic and, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I totally understand how you feel. But when it's your, you know, when it's your own partner who you're in life with every day and they kind of get the leftovers of you at the end of the day too. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's just a, a constant, the effort never stops. I mean, it does. And then you feel the consequences of that. 
<laughs> got to get it together. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a good segue into speaking of partnership and marriage and doing life together. Give us like your 60 second spiel on your vow renewals and oh. in Vegas and give us some more detail because one, congratulations. Yeah. Number two, the outfits and the themes and like all mm-hmm. of it was just like so epic and good. Well, it's a, it's a little bit of subject because Sarah could not go. Oh, well, Sarah. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm broken about like everybody in my entire family, except my family got COVID. So we didn't oh. have childcare like the yeah. Monday before. Oh yeah. my anyway. goodness. Well, I mean, literally we skip that. We can skip this. So next time. <laughs> no, 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 no. Next time, Parker Duke, next time Parker Duke can come to my house. I know he doesn't know me, but we'll be oh, 100%. Right we don't, oh. we're not, we're not afraid. Just drop him off. <laughs> yeah yeah for real he that's, loves that's other a, kids. just yeah. remember that that's a real real offer i hate that but yeah um, but congrats joy just celebrating 15 years and a vow renewal yes the short version is that uh we went to vegas we had a initial vacation planned hurricane irma ruined that plan so our plan b was a last minute ditch effort to go somewhere that had cheap flights and we ended up going to vegas did a couple days at the Grand Canyon. Oh, fun. Um, we just loved it. We're night owls. It, there's so much about the city that just kind of fits our lifestyle. Really? There's music playing all the time, everywhere. The food. Good food. I feel like y'all are foodies. Good cocktails. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, and so we've gone like probably nine times since 20 <laughs> since 2017 i think is the first time we went uh-uh. and i didn't know that we, yeah sometimes we go with big groups of people sometimes we go just the two of us for a couple days but our 15 year was coming up and we were both like i mean this makes so much sense vegas is where you do a quick a quickie of nuptials anyway yeah. so um i guess I don't know. Sometime last year, we just started talking about it, looking at stuff. And it's probably the most adult thing we've ever done in our life is plan this trip. <laughs> yeah. It looks like y'all had details planned to the top. We did it, but a so lot fun. of them were because it was a large group. It was, um, we, we definitely, some of it was winging it. Like we can't reserve this specific thing because they want to charge us a million dollars. So we're just going to like show up and see how it goes. And everything went probably as smoothly as it could have gone. And we weren't sure how many people would be able to come, but we ended up with like about 35 of our friends that showed up. And the the requirement was that you had to wear a wig the day of the ceremony, (laughs) a wig of your choosing with an outfit, what, you know, whatever anybody wanted to naturally, naturally, of course. Well, we wanted to, like I said, uh, I like things to be funny and silly and light and that was kind of our best way to take any expectation or pressure off of what the ceremony would be like or how serious it might be or how fancy will there be tears will there not it was just like wigs means all bets are off and we're just (laughs) here to have fun yeah and that if there are some sweet moments that present themselves organically I would I want them to be organic anyway so yes um but it was it was pretty perfect. That day was pretty perfect. We got a party bus. Everyone being on the bus together was awesome. So 
we both cried, of course. I knew that we would. He was anxious about it. And I was like, I mean, you know it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, just lean into it. Jamie. Just lean into it. I cried. Now um, I wasn't even there. Yeah, I Same. know. Teared up at those photos. And just yeah, what so about you guys? One of our friends who's an amazing photographer was there too. So I was stoked knowing that we were going to have some documentation. And honestly, it was it was us getting to do our wedding day again That as us. You know, we weren't really us when we got married. We were so young. And most of the people that were there weren't at our wedding. They weren't in our lives yet. And mm. so most of the people that were there have have already okay. known us since we've gotten married, didn't know us before we were married. So it was just special to I love that. To you to celebrate all. the way to celebrate the way that we would now if we could get married all over again. So funny. I all the people that I've talked to and we talk about our wedding, like what we would do again, because you evolve mm-hmm. like together. And mm-hmm. like as the years pass, you're I mean, you're right, you're like different people. So yeah. you were giving me ideas. I was like, okay, let's renew our event. We haven't been married 15 years, but um you give me Good ideas. Luck. I know. I'm like you're never gonna make it. I, I need to put on joy's <laughs> wedding dress and like get goodbyes yeah it's good um luck. okay yeah. well i know we're gonna i know we have to wrap up you've already given us like great advice throughout this podcast but um since sarah likes pop culture i was gonna give like some space to the Ooh, amber yeah. amber heard oh. johnny depp trial i have right. a feeling you've been tracking it if not we could totally skip it <laughs> um what are your feelings about have you it? sarah have you been you know what's it? funny about that actually it ties in with your last question about partners because i i followed the case like the original case when when she oh. was bringing it to him or when you know when they were actually getting divorced yeah right yeah all that stuff happened so i didn't even really check in on this until my husband goes, are you following this? Like, he knows that I'm into this crap. <laughs> so he's like, you know what's going on? And this is going on. I was like, there's no way. Like, she definitely was in the right. Like, I had all the information I thought, and I did not, obviously. Um, so now I'm up to speed. And, uh, you know, something I heard about it that I thought was interesting is that um, he was, well, this is kind of a bummer. So frankly, for real, you might want to cut this out. <laughs> okay. It's not well, funny at all, but this is what I have on it. Well, and this it. is kind of I mean, what, people, what resonated the, for me. Sorry. The world, see what you got. See what you got. Yeah. Cause the world is like <laughs> deep into this. So deep, people listening are like on pins and needles. So go. Well, um, that he, I didn't like his mom was verbally abusive to his dad and that um, this is, I don't, this is hearsay. Oh, I don't know. Okay. But that, in yeah. that, that he, hearsay. Like, that you, yeah, yeah, don't, uh, uh, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> and then that he saw that in her, like sometimes you're, you're drawn to people like that whenever that happens to you when you're younger and that, and that the way that he responded and the way that he acted on the, I don't know if he took the stand or not. I didn't really watch that part, but there were like experts saying that the way that he was behaving with her and the the trajectory of everything and, and kind of how everything went makes complete sense that that would be what happened for him if he, based on his own personal experience. And that mm. is what made me think like, yeah, totally. This actually makes complete sense because I didn't want to be like, she's just hot and this yeah. happened and she just looks like the way that she looks. You, I don't know, automatically and like the terrible parts of being a, person in this time period of the world you feel like you want to villainize that like sort of vixen um Mm -hmm. but and I don't 
I don't like to subscribe to that, but it does feel like that is what happened. Also just kind of re-falling in love with him in general, how um, charming he is and, and all that, but it's very dark. Very dark. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He totally, well, Mm, dark and charming, just how I like him. Dark and charming. (laughs) Yeah. But I would say Johnny Depp's on top these days with after, after that whole trial, that was kind of wild. So yeah, I'd say the best part, um, or the best, but yeah, it was like one of the smartest PR moves that has been made. That's what you should, that's what you should keep in. If anything, it's just one of the smartest PR moves that anybody's made. Is him oh yeah. Suing her for sure. Oh, a hundred percent. Our, we just got back from Disney and our whole like place we stayed was pirate themes and they had yeah, a big trip. Oh my gosh, you guys, it was so good. It was like definitely one of those motherhood moments that like we mm-hmm. have wanted to do for a long time. And you know, we're waiting until they were big enough to go mm-hmm. to Disney. And we still, I still feel like I told, I texted Sarah and said, I, I would wait until somewhere Charlie. like start close to seven years old because Sam, Ruthie was brave and did all the roller coasters and Sam still, we had to do some of the smaller rides, mm-hmm. which was also so incredible and fun, but he still needed like to pass out and take a nap. And right. I, I saw people with younger families and I was like, I don't know, guys. I don't know about that. There but were we, so many babies there when I was there. I was like, yes. what are y'all doing? Yes. Exhausting. <laughs> and I saw pregnant people. I was like, oh my gosh, y'all would have to wheel me. Pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Walking six miles in the heat. No, thanks. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, but we had a blast. Like we, even our off days, we just like resort. We did lots of, we did our off day every other day. So we did resort mm-hmm. and pool and it was so, we just had a blast and it was just definitely memories forever mm-hmm. but there was a statue of johnny depp as black what's his name the black pearl guy ja- uh jack sparrow, sparrow. Yeah. and people yeah people were it, this was last week so it was when the trial was happening people oh. were like lining up taking pictures with this statue i was like i'm sure they weren't doing that two months ago so like no. we are part of it whereas <laughs> two sh- yeah hats off. Pi- pirates yeah. of the caribbean is just flying off the shelves yeah, yeah. The, i saw all Willy the blockbusters <laughs> Willy Wonka's like number three on netflix oh, oh hilarious <laughs> love it Not yeah Charlotte. yeah charlotte's been watching that i'm like it's just like too scary for her probably tim burton's Willy wonka yeah yeah, yeah. um Tell the listeners where they can find you guys, how to listen to your podcast, all those things. Sarah, we'll link it, you, bro. <laughs> bro. Um, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's at Mom Cult Podcast, one word. That's where you can find us. Joy Todd is at Tiffica. And I am, my, my name on Instagram is too long, but you know, you can just click the link. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll, um, we'll link it in there. We'll link everything. We'll also link our episode with you guys on the Mom Cult podcast. We reshare our story and have just an awesome conversation. And I love your after episode podcast. So we'll link all of that. Boom. Boom. Thank Um, you guys. Y'all are so funny and so much fun. We love what you're doing and how you're connecting moms, making us all feel seen. So thank you. We love you both so much. Love y'all. Thank you for having us, really. Absolutely. Love you guys. Real talk. Real talk. Yeah. Real, real tired. All right. Real tired. <laughs> Emphasis. Emphasis on the real tired. Okay. Love Bye. y'all. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Also, make sure to check out our Amazon store. Thank you.